Welcome. Welcome to the Money Witch Show with Africa's foremost investment and financial educator, Ola Oladele. The Money Witch Show. Here, we equip you with the right mindset, information, and tools to protect and grow your wealth. Follow us on all social media platforms at Money Witch Club. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Money Witch Show with Ola. My name is Thelma Ilems. How are you, Ola? Hi, Thelma. I'm How fine. How are you doing today? I'm good. And you? I am doing great. You look ravishing. Thank you. So do you. When you're blue. Yes. Isn't right, there, mean. <laughs> isn't there a way that you can sell some strands of your hair? Ah. I charge him dollars. I can afford it. Per strand. Let's talk. I thought it was in chunks. Nah. It's trans. This one came straight from heaven. (laughs) Straight from heaven. All right. It's okay. All right. Let's do what we know how to do best, which is to let you know who Ola is. All right. So Ola is a securities trader turned financial educator, a CFA charter holder. I think I should start to wrap this, right? Because, I mean, it's a profile that I get to read and, you know, uh, my head just, you know, it keeps swelling like it's mine, but in actual fact, I'm just proud, you know, of oh. another woman's achievement. I'm proud of you, Ola. Oh. So, yes, Ola is a CFA charter holder over what a decade of experience in financial markets and investing, actively involved in br- bridging the pervasive personal finance, investing, and economic literacy gap amongst working professionals. And she has her own YouTube channel um, and social media and uh, what of her financial wellness company. She tags olaoladele.com, spelt O-L-E-R-O-L-A-D-E-L-E.com. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, in the last two weeks, we've been talking about personal finance. First, it was personal finance and your mental health. The week after that, it was personal finance and Gen Z's. Today, it's personal finance and something else. You want to know what it is? Join us after this break. Don't go away. The Money Wits Club is a community of business owners and working professionals that are securing their financial future through profitable investing. We give our members access to global investment opportunities while providing financial education. The Money Wits Club is a safe place to learn about investing, hear about the best opportunities, and build wealth. Visit www.themoneywitsclub.com to learn more. And yes... We are back. So to let the cat out of the bag, it is personal finance for families, joint accounts or no. Gosh, I loved the way. I love the way she tagged her rider. It's the Money Witch Show. If you're just tuned in, you're welcome and we appreciate you. And of course, Ola is our financial expert. Why did this particular topic come to mind, Ola? Tell me. It's just one of those conversations that we have you know mm-hmm. um you just have some people say never <laughs> and some like oh yeah we roll we roll we have a structure you know it works for us you know but mm-hmm. i mean um but personal finance for families is actually very important even important without the whole joint accounts matter right yes, yes. okay so uh, what would you say um are some key financial considerations for families when it comes to budgeting and managing their finances finances effectively um i think the first thing is goals um, the nature of family should be such that you all are going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you realize that, I mean, should I do a poll? How many people have family financial goals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Joe, I sure raise your hand if you do. <laughs> you know, so you realize that a lot of people um, are going. They're just going. You know, and so I think the first taking thing, each day as it comes, taking each day as it comes, which is not bad in itself, but it's not the most efficient thing to do. It's not the most pragmatic and mo- not the most forward-thinking thing to do, right? So the first thing is goals. Second thing, especially for the couple involved, like the father and mother in the family, is is retirement planning, mm. um, because as a family, right, at some point, daddy and mommy are going to stop working. Um, are your children your retirement plan? I think it sort of ties into your goals too, but just planning of it all. Then one thing, how much do you make? How much do I make? What's the total income in the family? What are our expenses? That's simple, as simple as it sounds, not a lot of people would actually sit down to have that conversation or have created a system where they know, you know. Um, but then, I mean, what I would say generally, beyond even just highlighting these things, that everything that we've talked about in the previous episodes around managing your finances, as you do it on an individual level, if you are part of a family, mm-hmm. right, have the family version of it, right? You can have your own personal goal and have the family goal also, mm-hmm. right? Just think about it. You can have your personal income and you have, okay, this is the income that we threw into the family. That kind of thinking. So whatever you know already, have the family version of it. Mm. So I like that this, you know, the conversation today is on personal finance for families and not personal finance, um, what, between a couple. Mm -hmm. So that takes me to my next question, which is how can parents teach their children, which make up a family, obviously, about money management and then financial responsibility from a very young age? The first thing is to mirror what you want them to produce. Mm, um, lead by action. Yes. So if you're an impulsive spender, mm. um, guess what? Your kids are probably going to be impulsive spenders. Like just whatever it is. If you are an investor, um, just find that your children will naturally inculcate it and they'll just have that business sense over time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is for you to mirror whatever. And so for you to mirror, you have to also learn. So take that up. Don't just send them. Do it with them right that's the first thing then the second thing that needs to be done is give them opportunities to try their hands on stuff while they are still young when the impact is little Mm -hmm. so um a simple scenario for me or an example that i can share um Mm -hmm. something that i did with my son um my son was i think five then he was just entering year one that's primary one Mm -hmm. and they have this thing in their school where they have vouchers Mm -hmm. right so you so there's a talk shop so instead of giving them money money you'll buy a voucher and then they can tear off the voucher to buy to buy stuff, mm-hmm. and the voucher is like tiny fifteen naira notes, paper. You get something like that, right? And I gave him a voucher and said this was going to be the, his voucher for the full term. And then, like one week in, his teacher called me and said she took the voucher from him that he was just buying everything mm-hmm. because all the oh don't have sausage, don't have donuts. He just saw everything and he had the power to do it. Mm-hmm. So. He went by, like, his teacher called me and I said, no, leave it with him. That is fine. She said, but he's buying too much. I said, don't worry, leave it with him. So when he got back home. Sorry, who eats these things? You he don't eat it now. <laughs> he's not eating it. He's happy. He was happy. And I mean, how I knew how much the voucher was. I knew mm-hmm. the maximum number mm-hmm. of donuts he could mm-hmm. buy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fine. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I, I left it for him. <laughs> and then he, when we entered the car that day, and I was like, oh, um, your teacher called me and she, he was like, yes, that she took it for me, but she gave it back to me later. I said, okay, how much is donut? I don't know. I just give my teacher the voucher. She would tear it out. I'll tell her what she wants and she'll tell the amount. I said, okay, now go and find out how much donuts 
and how much each of these things are and tell me tomorrow okay that was it and i said remember that these things for the whole term oh and i said yes that's how one day just came mommy yes my voucher remains only one and my teacher couldn't buy anything for me with what was left and i said hey boys for the whole it's for the whole term now that means once it finishes that's all and i said but mommy can you give me another one i promise i'll use it well i said no my darling no more uh what's it called voucher till the end of the term and stuff he begged 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 when he saw that i was serious he let it go because last last we still sent him with snacks so he had snacks in his bag but the one outside was more juicy <laughs> right and so that was the end of it right he was very humbled by the situation and then fast forward to next time i gave him voucher right the next time and i said okay this is voucher for the term but guess what what's going to happen next this time is that the number of vouchers you have at the end of the term i will give you 100 naira like a real 100 naira for it he said okay that's how i come back from school okay what did you buy i didn't buy anything i wasn't really hungry <laughs> <laughs> i said no he said oh that he's going to use them he told me what he was going to use the money for you mm-hmm. there was a particular toy he was saving for yeah and so he said that no there was a particular toy that he wanted so he decided to save, save for, for that it. toy right and um, since i said i wasn't buying toys for him anymore also mm-hmm. and so i'll come back he'll come back from school okay so what did you buy i said i didn't buy anything i said why well, i wasn't really hungry i had snacks in my bag so he now got to a point where it's only when he doesn't like when he has what he doesn't really like mm-hmm. then he'll now buy something like. fast forward to the end of the term it's like it hundred exactly mm-hmm. it's like hundred hundred slips mm-hmm. in the in the in a voucher pack ah. right he had 67 i had to Left. cough out yes wow. at the end of the set uh, at, the, at the end of the term mm-hmm. right and then for him it was so exciting because i counted i was so pained mm-hmm. because i was at the point i was even begging him ah spend this money now spend this money he said to release what the six thousand seven hundred that i gave him now because oh. i had committed because that was in that was in motivation right okay. for him to say okay yeah you so said y- you were going to give him a hundred naira for, for each leaf oh that was left each, right. each paper or each yeah. page or whatever that was left each okay. voucher that was left mm. and so in the end i had to cough out six thousand seven hundred naira to give him and he was so excited mm-hmm. but what did that do for him he learned in a simple event mm-hmm. how you don't just spend because you have mm-hmm. on his own he said it's only when i need when i don't like what i have mm. that i am going to buy right and then at that point the whole donuts blah 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 because he had a goal mm. He did not spend as much. Even the ones that he spent, he was still like, I wasn't really sure, but I was just really hungry at snack time. So I just had to. If not for that, he wouldn't have bought. What have I done here? I've taught him principles of life. So that now, when I'm asking, should we do this? And I say, oh, mom, if we do this, it can have this later. And if we don't do this, if we eat this now, we won't do this. You know, those kind of conversations, they are things that as quickly as possible, get them thinking that way. Get their decision making to not ju- just be about my mommy has it, therefore I have it. Or from a lack perspective of, oh, when I just get money, I'm not going to spend it on anything because my parents never had so I want to gather it, right? So regardless of where they are in terms of want or lack or, or abundance, the money mindset that they need to have, find a way, read a book, get ideas, right? Create your own situation and teach them. But make it easy. Don't make it a sit down read this <laughs> implement it mm-hmm. it's gonna work <laughs> i love the story anytime you tell it because there's just you know always a lesson to take out of it but let's look at you know some of the advantages and then disadvantages of joint bank accounts and you know separate finances within a family and how should families decide what approach is best for so them let me let me hear you tell me what's your own thoughts joint account or no 
so um it's funny that you actually said joint account and then you know it's joint account and then separate right separate finances so mm-hmm. i have both you have both oh yes. fantastic that's yeah. a middle ground mm-hmm. that's a middle ground because some people are like never for <laughs> no reason what's happening there and i think that's that's actually where i where i lie also um mm-hmm. where um if you have your family goal mm-hmm. then let's be working towards that family goal together, together. but I, I still have my money you still have your money yeah. so we don't have to be asking for permission from each other for everything mm-hmm. but then for that family goal mm-hmm. um we are both putting money into a specific account and i think that's um it's good yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um and i would also love to hear from the audience right what's your own take joint account or no you can chat us up on plus two three four eight one zero zero three nine six nine two five on whatsapp only that's uh, fast okay slowly <laughs> plus two three four eight one zero zero three nine six nine two five on WhatsApp only. And let's hear your thoughts around it. And if you have any questions also, we're also happy to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in terms of advantages of the joint account system, one of the things that people don't realize is that joint accounts is, is the easiest estate planning tool that you have. Um, because the way it works is that um, we know that one day, as much as we don't want to agree, we don't want to get to that day. One day, even if it's that we all get to 120, the first thing I'll get to 121st will drop off. Do you understand? Let's use the word drop off. <laughs> but what happens at that time is that if you don't have proper estate planning tools in place, mm-hmm. the you can't access the person's account. Um, everything freezes until you get a, a judge to say you can really open that account. But joint account is one of those things that as long as one person in the joint account is still alive, um, you have ticked that box. So that's one advantage of joint account, mm-hmm. right, in the family. Another thing also is transparency. Um, what transparency does it's not because someone is trying to eyeball the other it's not necessarily because of that but see if you have a grand idea that your husband has plenty money or your partner has plenty money the fact is that when you see what is coming in you can qualify the plenty you understand some people they just know how to look big and it's a skill (laughs) right (laughs) it's a skill and if you can learn it fine but it doesn't mean and then some people their their financial situation doesn't affect their mood so you can't say because they are happy, therefore they have money. The fact that the joint account is transparent makes you know that no matter what happiness you see on the other hand, they still need to be calm. Mm. Our decision making needs to be clear. You understand? Those are the advantages. But of course, there is the disadvantage around if there's a conflict. Ah, it can be so messy. <laughs> it can be very messy. Whoever gets there first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can really be messy. And then there's a loss of autonomy. The fact that we have to be negotiating before we touch it. But I think the middle ground really is what we what you describe and what you do mm-hmm. let's have a joint account for the family goals that we talked about and then let every and let's decide let's agree on how much each person is putting into that account and just be diligent with that right and everybody now still has their own money that they can use how they want mm-hmm. um so that's it <laughs> all right so we're going to take a break right now when we come back we'll be looking at you know how to manage financial risks strategies for building financial security for the entire family we'll be back after this break, don't go away. The Money Wit Club is a community of business owners and working professionals that are securing their financial future through profitable investing. We give our members access to global investment opportunities while providing financial education. The Money Wit Club is a safe place to learn about investing, hear about the best opportunities, and build wealth. Visit www.themoneywitclub.com to learn more. And yes, we are back. It's the Money With Show with Ola 
um, personal finance is a conversation we've been having in the last two to three weeks and today is personal finance for families joint account or no a question put forward to Ola just before we went on the break and um, what a lot of people would say is a complete no no um, Ola has been able to clear the air to say well <laughs> why not both I mean have a joint account and have your separate accounts that you can what have complete autonomy over but let's look at you know managing what some financial um, risks can you discuss strategies for building financial security for the family the question is what are the risks as a family the breadwinner loses his job um, the parents living longer than let's say expected anticipated to so become a burden because mm-hmm. I mean we've talked about that in previous episodes also um, um, living too long dying early those are the risks right um emergencies coming up right so what are the mitigants of each of these risks the first thing we're losing your job if you have like some kind of insurance job insurance or pensions so with pension there's a certain amount of your accumulated pensions that you can get paid out when you lose your job so that's like a fallback plan um your savings and investments are also a fallback plan right what are we trying to do we're trying to preserve sanity in the home while there's financial pressure right um living too long (laughs) there's something called um lifetime annuity it's an insurance product that you pay for and then as long as you're alive they keep paying you a certain amount monthly that's something you can set up why because as a family what are you trying to do you're trying to set yourself up for success you're trying to make sure that your your children are not burdened you're trying to make sure that um you're not snapping at each other because kosovo there's no money Mm -hmm. Uh so dying dying early estate planning is one of the things that people need to put in place. Life insurance also um, is something that you can put in place. What am I saying? For each, if, if there's a risk in your family, there's a risk that you've seen, a financial risk that you've seen, just figure out, okay, what can we do to make sure that this doesn't happen? That is, so you have to think, I've just highlighted like three or four of them, but if I've not highlighted the one that is your challenge, think about it and just Google if you are in this situation, and I mean, there's AI these days, I am this, I am that, I am that, and I have this situation, what can I do to mitigate it? Find that thing and take action. Do you understand? What are we saying? Start thinking like that because we are on this. The reason why we are listening to this podcast is that you are, you are planning to build wealth. You are planning to be wealthy. You are planning to make money. You might not be here now. So as you are doing the little that you are doing, start positioning yourself so that the day money comes, you have, you have a structure in place to accommodate it. Mm. What are some common financial challenges that families face and what practical solutions can help them overcome these obstacles? As mundane as it might sound, school fees, school fees, school school fees. fees. (laughs) School fees is a major issue. Mm -hmm. It's, and then, I mean, for me, it is frustrating. If you pay school fees monthly, uh, as in per per term, you will realize how quickly three months goes by. You're like, ah, I thought we just paid this thing last week. What is this bill I'm seeing? fees is a major stressor rent is a major stressor as much as these things they are not um surprises but they are real um for school fees what i'd say is see the fact is that some people did not go to primary school eh and they're still successful in life (laughs) there is a high correlation between the support that your family the parents give a child and their outcomes compared to the school they went to so don't go and break bank because of school so do the one that you can do but don't don't choke yourself because you want to go to a certain school if you could you would and that is the intention but 
think beyond just the fact that that school would determine your child's future. Mm-mm. It's not like that. Your support, your belief in that child has more weight than that school that you are sending the child to. So bear that in mind in in the decisions you make and the structure, even where you live. How about moving somewhere, you understand, where your heart can be down. Not that when time you see your landlord's car drive by, your heart is shaking. So you have to be aware. Some of these things we, we drive ourselves into it. So, do, so let the challenges be the one that you did not plan for. Don't create problems for yourself. So when it comes to, you know, saving for long-term goals like education and then retirement while meeting, you know, immediate financial needs, how can families strike a balance? Systems. Create a system. Um, we see that joint account. That joint account can be the future money for the family, right? We are working together and it might not be... So each person can still have their own savings, though, but the one that we are doing as a family, this is where we are putting it together and we are deciding on what investments, blah, blah, blah. So you have to create a system. If you have, if you want that model, what it means is that, let's say you earn 500k, everybody and both parties both partners can afford to drop 100k so 100k put in that joint account then maybe another 100k you save for yourself your spouse pays their own, save their own 100k and then they are the other money is for spending right what have i done i've created a system where you are still living today you are still paying your bills for today but you have set up a system that if you give it time the money there will grow because I, the idea is that the money that you're building there the capital you're building there you're going to be investing in stuff and and ideally, what it means that the things you're investing will be long-term things. They won't be three-month transactions, if you get my point. So mm-hmm. you just create a system that works so that you are you are doing one without forgetting the other. Okay. Yes. It sounds so serious. I didn't know I just took a breath after I said <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> I mean, you do it all the time. Um, but let's take a break and then we can relax and talk to our sisters on the Girl Talk segment. We'll be back after this break. Don't go away. It's still the Money Witch Show with Ola. The Money Wits Club is a community of business owners and working professionals that are securing their financial future through profitable investing. We give our members access to global investment opportunities while providing financial education. The Money Wits Club is a safe place to learn about investing, hear about the best opportunities, and build wealth. Visit www.themoneywitsclub.com to learn more. Okay, in the last um, 25 minutes or so, we've been talking about personal finance for families, joint account or no. And so if you've just tuned in, I dare say that you've missed a lot, but not completely. And so before the show is over, Ola will let you know uh, where you can view previous episodes of the show. But it's the Girl Talk segment. What do you have for us today? So in the spirit of the whole planning uh, finances as a family or for the family, um, I have a, a home, I have homework mm. for every woman, okay. right? So if you're female, duh, you're female. If you are <laughs> single, <laughs> if you're single, like you're not married yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for you, your, your family consideration might be siblings, might be parents, right? Um, I need you to do, take stock, right? I need you to create a plan for them as against things coming to you haphazardly. Right, such that find out what the costs are. Find out you know how much you earn. Um, allocate how much you're going to be contributing. Communicate that to them. Find out about their healthcare. Find out about you know. Plan. Create a plan for the people that when they come you cannot say no. 
don't leave it open right that's my task for you why because um you are going somewhere where we are all on a journey to blow and you will blow the blow <laughs> right so um but the things that can slow you down um are the stressors are the black tax are the unplanned emergencies right um if your parents are within the age where there's insurance go and get insurance for them um if you need to bring your siblings into it so it's not just on you i encourage you to do that so everybody's responsible together and the burden is less on one person now that's for the single lady now, for the married woman um, or the person that has a partner that you're working with on this project, I need you to set your family goal. I need you to set that goal, that financial, not just the family goal that we want to be this, this, this. No, the financial goal. Where are we going to as a family? Where are we going in this partnership? Where are we going? Let's write it down. Now, let's now have the ins and outs how much do you earn how much do you how much are you contributing to that joint account now it doesn't have to be a joint account too so i'm not i'm not pushing that i'm just saying how are we putting money together to achieve this goal what is the plan what is the strategy like even documented like you know the way you can't just be creating plans in your head it must be written down what are you what am i trying to do we are moving away from just sharing ideas and motivating you to actually getting you to document this thing and begin to take action the idea is that of course if you have a family goal and you decide that everybody is going to be dropping 100k in a certain account that you will do it we're not just telling you to write it down for no reason do you get and then you can now say okay we've we've accumulated one month two months three months um while we are accumulating what investments can we do right how do we, let's create our structure let's go away from oh let's jam it um i have money today i pay for this you have money today so everybody's just everywhere let's calm down and begin to have that plan so that's my homework right um usually these things except if the guy is um very a very meticulous person most times it's the woman is the woman that will drive this conversation right but don't make it haphazard it's not an emotional conversation it is a pragmatic like let's sit down let's have this plan you can create an excel sheet and or write down you can create an excel sheet you can write down what like make it clear and begin to fill in the blanks why because if you fail to plan you plan to fail so are you really sure that you don't plan to fail financially are you really sure that somewhere in your mind the kids are not the retirement plan mm-hmm. um please while there's still sunshine while there's still energy let's stop where we are let's start making the right decisions exactly thank you so very much Ola yet again but before you go how can people um, have access to previous episodes oh sure you can check us out on the major podcast streaming platforms the money with show you can also chat us up if you have any questions if you need any link to any resource um, on plus two three four eight one zero zero three nine six nine two five I repeat, plus 234-810-039-6925. All right. Thank you so very much, Ola. We appreciate you. Thank you, Thelma. On that note, uh, we have to go. We have to draw the curtains on the show. Join us, okay, for another interesting conversation of The Money With Show with Ola. My name is Thelma Elims. Have yourself an amazing day. 
The Money Witch Show. Thank you for listening to The Money Witch Show with Africa's foremost investment and financial educator, Ola Oladime. Remember to follow us on all social media platforms at Money Wit Club. We encourage you to send your questions to info at themoneywitclub.com. For sponsorship inquiries and partnership, please call 0814-475-9346 or send an email to info at themoneywitclub.com. This show is brought to you by The Money Wit Club.